2: COVID stupidity knows no bounds. Yesterday, we told you about the woman in Ontario who was fined $880 for dropping her kids off at her in-laws house that was up in Ontario. Yeah, that's right. It was a crime to drop her kids off at grandma's house. Cops were called. Neighbors ratted on her. Well, now there's this from the uh, National Hockey League. Alex Ovechkin and three other players on the Capitals were added to the NHL unavailable due to COVID list. But not because they tested positive. Players are tested every day, actually, and so that's not the problem. Neither of them, none of them has um, been tested positive or has, has the disease. So that's not the issue. They're on the list because they gathered in a hotel room without face coverings. That's right. It says here, the team was also fined $100,000 and the infraction, quote, which involves social interactions among team members who were in close contact and who were not wearing face coverings. That's according to the NHL statement. That's a quote. So these guys are unavailable because they were in a hotel room not wearing masks. Now, they're not saying where this evil took place, but it was either in Washington, Buffalo, or Pittsburgh where the Capitals have played to start the season. Now, keep in mind that these guys have all played hockey games. You know, hockey uh, without masks, and uh, there's not a lot of social distancing going on during a hockey game. You might have noticed that. Now, you know all about Pierre Maguire, the former Penguins coach who does TV uh, analysis um, for, the, uh, for NBC, He does it uh, from ice level. He stands between the penalty box, right between, you know, lots of guys coming in and uh, coming on and off the ice. Uh, And he pointed out on radio today up in Canada that uh, he's been standing within a few feet of the Capitals a couple of times after they had just won games and were hugging each other, patting each other, spitting all over each other in celebration. That apparently, or obviously, I guess, is not a problem. But for some reason, hanging around in a hotel room with a couple of players who, again, are tested every day is a major problem and makes them unavailable to play. I guess until further notice. I don't know when they're going to be back. But here's what Ovechkin said in a statement. I regret my choice to spend time together with my teammates in our hotel room and away from the locker room areas uh, I will learn from this experience, and it reminds me of my days in the Soviet Union. No, he didn't say that last part. What he said was he's going to learn from his experience. So I added that. Anyway, when is this insanity going to stop? Uh, these guys are in a hotel room. They're they have to, they're supposed to wear masks if they're in a, uh, sitting in a room. Oh, it's just, come on. So I've been saying since the beginning of this insanity, if I were a player in any sport, a guy like Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, who had made millions of dollars and didn't need the money, I would not have any interest whatsoever in being involved in this stupidity. I wouldn't play. Hockey players on the road are only allowed to be in the hotel and at the rink. They're playing in empty buildings. Sorry. I mean, I'm just not interested. I'd be on my yacht and as far away as I could get from that stupidity. Who needs hockey? Just leave me alone. I mean, if I had the money to get away and go live on a yacht somewhere in the Caribbean until this stuff ended, that's where I'd be. Anyway, speaking of stupidity, now that the big guy is president, there will be more of that, more stupidity, when it comes to girls playing sports. We'll talk to someone from Alliance Defending Freedom about that when we come back. Stick around. By now you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight, originally sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, twenty nine ninety eight for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call... and use promo
3: code STAG. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest-free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in, it's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Wow. I think we can all
4: agree that a lot went wrong in 2020. But you can start 2021 off right, with a resolution to help protect your identity and personal info, using LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. The sad truth is, one in five people have been a victim of identity theft. But LifeLock alerts you to potential threats to your identity. And they see more than you can when you just monitor your credit. Like your info for sale on the dark web. And if there's a problem, LifeLock's U.S.-based restoration specialists know the steps to take to help resolve your case. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that helps you protect what you've worked so hard for. Get 25% off your first year with promo code SMART at LifeLock.com. That's promo code SMART for up to 25% off at lifelock.com.
1: Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The full-stack Software Development Program from Steve Wozniak, available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275 or salemcareerhub.com. You're listening to the John
0: Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Well, today's the big guy's first full day on the job, and he has already done things that could directly affect the lives of millions of people. He issued an executive order. Here's part of what it says. Children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied access to the restroom the locker room or school sports so what does this mean and what has changed christiana holcomb is a legal counselor for alliance defending freedom and she joins us now christiana thanks for being here
5: thanks for having me
2: so uh we've talked to you before uh as of this um this new executive order what has changed and what does it mean
5: Yes. Yeah, so well, just hours after being inaugurated, President Biden issued this executive order that directs his federal agencies to basically eviscerate legal protections for women and roll back nearly 50 years of advances for women, including in the context of sports, health care, women's shelters. You know, you mentioned school restrooms, locker rooms and sporting mm-hmm. opportunities. So this is a really uh, well, could have a very devastating impact on young women and girls across the country.
2: So, um, but how is he able to do all that with the stroke of a pen? I mean, I know that they they used to love to talk about uh, what was the uh, Bagala used to say uh, a stroke of a pe- uh, stroke of a pen, law of the land, cool or something like that was a quote from him, and for some reason, uh, these executive orders seem to become a lot more popular in the last twenty years. How does that happen with the stroke of the pen?
5: Well, and it's deeply troubling, too, that he thinks he can change federal law simply by the stroke of a pen and by directing his federal agencies to not just ignore the will of the people, but to ignore what Congress has specifically chosen not to do for decades, which is to add anti-science, gender identity, ideology to federal law and. President Biden is attempting to do so by circumventing Congress, by circumventing the people. And again, if he's allowed to to do this, it will have a devastating impact on women across the country.
2: Now, we had you on several months ago to talk about action uh, taken by the Trump administration to deal with a suit uh, filed. And you guys at ADF were involved in it, a suit filed by some high school girls in Connecticut. Um, what happened then, and how will this order affect that? Does that change? Does that overturn what you guys were able to accomplish there?
5: Well, the situation in Connecticut is a prime example of why this type of gender identity ideology is so bad for women and girls. So as you mentioned, in the state of Connecticut, they have a policy that allows males to compete in women's sports if they simply identify as girls. And over the course of just three seasons, three years, um, two biological males swiped 15 women's state championship titles, not to mention the medals, the podium spots. The advancement opportunities that young women across Connecticut missed out on simply by virtue of being forced to compete against two male athletes. So, Alliance Defending Freedom has filed a federal lawsuit. We're challenging that, and we absolutely are committed to pressing forward and to ultimately restoring fairness and a level playing field for female athletes.
2: But, but so that that is all still pending now with the lawsuit that hasn't been heard yet. I I, I had been under the impression that that uh, the Trump administration somehow ruled on that, on the Title IX aspect of it, and they fixed it. That's not the case?
5: So they ruled on an administrative complaint, uh, but there's also a pending lawsuit in federal court. And so while the, the administrative complaint is wrapped, so to speak, um, the lawsuit continues and moves forward and really makes the case that Title IX was packed to, was passed in order to protect opportunities for young women. And it's the whole reason that we have women's sports as a separate category in the first place.
2: Well, from what I understand, this order cites uh, Supreme Court Justice Gorsuch, uh, his majority opinion in Bostick versus Clayton County as justification for this. Now, he's a Trump appointee and supposed to be a conservative. What did he rule, and how is, is, is that true that this, this recent executive order is, is leaning on his, his opinion?
5: Well, the Biden administration is deeply misguided in its understanding of the Bostick decision out of the Supreme Court. The Bostick decision was very limited to the employment context. Um, and the Supreme Court, in its decision, actually made that very clear. It was not addressing other contexts, such as sports, like we're talking about now. So uh-huh. this is it's overreaching. And again, the whole purpose of Title IX was to protect women from discrimination and to ensure that they have equal athletic opportunities with men. So we are, we're quite confident that ultimately, um, fairness for women's sports will be upheld, and this gender identity ideology will be exposed for what it is.
2: Now, I have to ask you this, and this is not, and we're talking to Christiana Holcomb, uh, legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. This is not necessarily uh, I- I having to do with your legal opinion or your uh, your legal um, uh, analysis of this, but in your in your work doing this, do you are, who are the who are the parents of daughters who are out there out there defending allowing boys and men to compete against their daughters? I mean, it's not, not everybody. Uh, these people uh, voted for Joe Biden, and they voted for Democrats, and they know that these people are uh, trying to, to accomplish this. How, how, is it, how is it that so many people either aren't aware of it or actually go along with it?
5: You know, what's so interesting is that the vast majority of Americans agree that it is not fair to force their daughters and their granddaughters to compete against a biological male. Um, In fact, there was polling done over the course of last summer and again into the fall that indicates that 70 to 80 percent of Americans agree that that is not fair. So I am hopeful that ultimately we will be able to turn back the clock on this harmful ideology and we'll be able to restore fairness to women's sports.
2: So is this something that's going to be solved through legislation, or is it going to to require a Supreme Court uh, ruling or some kind of finality from a court?
5: Uh, Difficult to say. I mean, I think Title IX is quite clear that it protects women on the basis of sex. Obviously, it looks like the Biden administration is attempting to unravel those protections for women. But ultimately, this should not be a difficult case. Um, we have Title IX and protections for women for a reason, and I hope that society um, and the federal courts are going to be willing to stand up and to to enforce those laws as they were written.
2: Now, since it's a federal issue, um, if, I, uh, if I'm if uh, i at Grove City College, for example, to use a local uh, example here, it takes no federal funding. Um could would, could I would I still be forced to allow men to, to compete on my women's track team?
5: Well, we're going to have to wait to see what the actual agency action is going to look out. It um, will look like coming out of the Biden administration in response to this executive order. But generally speaking, it looks like. Um, entities that don't take federal dollars generally will, will not be subject to forthcoming regulations. But, again, there are still state and local policies that enact these gender identity regulations um, that could have a, a devastating impact there locally as well. So we have to be vigilant on all fronts.
2: Does this mean that uh, we're back to square one uh, on girls being forced to compete with boys? And is there any way around it, aside from electing a new president uh, four years from now?
5: I certainly hope not. Again, the whole reason that we have women's sports as a separate category is because of the physical differences between the sexes. This is something that both common sense and science show us. And if we're going to continue seeing women uh, setting records and being champions, being on the podium, earning those college scholarships, then we have to protect the female sex category.
2: Yeah, we uh, here in Pennsylvania, Christiana, we, uh, we just saw our um, health secretary hired by the Biden administration to be assistant uh, secretary of uh, health and human services or something. Um, and uh, Rachel Levine used to be Richard Levine. And uh, that's what we're dealing with. We have a transgender health secretary, not anymore. Fortunately, it won't be the case if, if uh, the job goes through in uh DC but um so I mean th- and and nobody bats an eye this is a this is a this is a um a pediatric psychiatrist who used to be a man who is ruling on stuff like this how are you going to get around that
5: I mean, I certainly think it's deeply concerning if we have individuals who are in charge of public health that don't recognize the difference between biological sex and gender identity, and in fact are promoting policies that are extremely harmful to young children. Um, You know, but going back to the executive order, you know, Americans deserve better than this and, uh, you know, better than these really ill considered efforts. That are going to wipe out longstanding protections for women and girls. So I think it's something that every American ought to be deeply concerned about.
2: And you're you're the legal counsel for Alliance uh, Defending Freedom, but you're, you're also someone who uh, knows has a, a grasp of of common sense. And um and and I and I just wonder this isn't necessarily um uh, limited to this discussion we're having here. But what is it with these executive orders? Is this something new that that um, that we can go back, you can have a, it's like a tennis match. The ball goes back and forth to different ends of the court depending on who's in charge. And, you know, it looked like we had this on the way to becoming, if not solved, at least um, uh, taken, taken seriously to the point where it, it, it might be solved. And now, uh, because it's January twenty first, we have a new president. Everything changes. Uh, how, how is I mean, is this is this a relatively new thing that we're seeing here? Not just in, in this case, but with everything.
5: Well, I think it's deeply concerning that President Biden would so overtly um, go against federal law and, frankly, the clear purpose and promise of Title IX and other federal sex-based protections for women in the law. Um, so, when we see policies like that put forward, I know. For our part, Alliance Defending Freedom is looking at that very closely, and we'll be watching very closely to see what type of actions come out of these federal agencies, and we will will challenge them if and when they're, they take action that are going to compromise women's sports, their privacy, the religious freedom of all Americans. Um, we're absolutely committed to challenging that in court.
2: Um, Democrats claim to be the party of science, of course. Uh, is this another example of them ignoring the science that they don't like? I mean, they, they only... They only believe in the science that matches their uh, political aspirations.
5: Well, gender identity ideology is absolutely anti-science and does try to ignore those, those clear scientific biological differences between the sexes. Um, and in fact, relies a lot on faulty understandings of what biological sex is and how that impacts um, yeah, the physiological differences that give males advantages when they compete in women's sports.
2: And what do you say to people who um, say that the cases of biological males trying to compete with or against females, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's it's extremely rare and it's just really not worth worrying about, that, it's, that it doesn't happen. I mean, everybody knows about the case in Connecticut, but, um, you know, it's... it's people will say, well, it's just not going to happen that often. You don't have to worry about it with your daughter. It's so rare.
5: Well, tell that to the young woman who was pushed off the podium. Tell that to the young woman who deserved the state championship and was denied it because a male was competing in her category. You know, you say everybody knows about Connecticut, but look at Connecticut. Two males alone swiped 50 women's state championship titles and we're seeing this replicated across the country not just in track but in other sports as well volleyball softball um, cycling and the list goes on and on and on when you start digging you recognize that this is not an isolated phenomenon and frankly one male taking away an opportunity designated for women or girls is simply one too many
6: uh,
2: what about the issue with uh, uh, bathrooms and locker rooms? That uh, that also uh, was addressed by President Trump, and that was immediately overturned. Uh, the, he, he overturned Obama's ruling, and then uh, that's been re-overturned.
5: I, I do think that's deeply concerning to see President Biden's executive order specifically mention opening locker rooms and restrooms to biological males who identify as girls. That violates women's rights to privacy, their own personal privacy. And frankly, that's gonna also have an impact on other spaces as well, including potentially homeless shelters, safe places for women when they're they're seeking shelter from domestic violence and abuse. So the we have sex-based protections for women and girls in federal law for a reason. And it's absolutely going to be devastating if the Biden administration is allowed to roll back those legal protections for women.
2: And uh, then there's prisons. I saw a picture, I think it was yesterday, I wish I had it, I, I wish I had saved it. It was a picture of, it was a man. I mean, it was a It was a man with, with not even really long blonde hair uh, who has... Uh, was put into a female prison and raped one of the inmates. And he claimed that his name was Sally. I don't know what his name was. But he he ended up raping a woman in a prison. And And that's still not enough. That's not enough to convince them that it's a bad idea.
5: That's absolutely appalling. And, again, when gender identity ideology is allowed to infiltrate our legal system, it's women and girls who bear the brunt of it.
2: And so, uh, wrapping up here with Christiana Holcomb of Alliance uh, Defending Freedom, what's the next thing that we're going to see here with this? I mean, today was the the, or I guess yesterday officially was the the order. What what happens now?
5: Well, the text of the order directs federal agencies to revoke policies that it deems inconsistent with this gender identity ideology, and to issue new policies that cement that. In um, federal regulations, so we'll be watching it very closely, and we'll we'll take action as soon as we see what the what the agencies actually do to effectuate this.
2: Well, Christiana, you're doing good work there. And uh, do you uh, can we help you raise funds for Alliance Defending Freedom as a number or something people can call or, or uh, website?
5: Well, they're welcome to visit adflegal.org to learn more about our work and donate.
2: Okay. Very good. Thank you very much, uh, Christiana, as always. Good to have you on.
5: My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
2: Okay. That's Christiana Holcomb, Legal Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, and the stupidity is on parade. We'll be back.
7: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is putting into play his national COVID-19 strategy to wrap up vaccinations and testing, reopen schools and businesses, and increase the use of masks. It will also include a requirement that Americans mask up for travel. He signed a 10-virus-related executive order today. He faces steep obstacles, including uncertainty over whether congressional Republicans will help pass his $1.9 trillion coronavirus package. The Biden administration has suspended new oil and gas leasing and drilling permits on public lands and waters for 60 days. It's part of a review of programs at the U.S. Department of the Interior. Stocks drifted to a mixed close on Wall Street today. The Dow dropped a dozen points. The Nasdaq gained 73. The S&P 500 was up one point. This is SRN News.
1: That's 1-800-936-5496.
0: Dennis Prager sees the left at it again. So they impeached the president in the House. What the the left has done to impeachment,
9: it has done to everything else. It has ruined it. It, it. It is now meaningless. It is truly meaningless. It is simply a Democratic Party's way of expressing its petulant anger
0: the dennis prager show weekdays at noon right before charlie kirk at 2 on am 1250 the answer
6: hey we get it you don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now so let us tell you something you do want to hear you are powerful you're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you yeah you can pull off a robe there Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and a $10 coupon using code pets. Genesis950.com. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 9- 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets.
0: AM twelve fifty and fm ninety two point five. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, Tune iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic, we've got the answer.
8: Be prepared for huge delays on outbound 28. It is jam-solid. Parkway north all the way up to Butler Street. That's because of an accident. Looks like close to an hour delay, potentially. Inbound 28, that's not too bad, though. On the outbound Parkway east, seeing the usual congestion delays. Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, about a six-minute back up there. Parkway west looking a little slow inbound between 19 and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM twelve fifty. The answer. Weather. It'll be breezy this evening. Otherwise, we'll see increasing clouds tonight. We'll reach a low of twenty nine tomorrow. Mostly cloudy and breezy with a snow shower. Tomorrow's high thirty one. Tomorrow night will be overcast with a low of nineteen. Saturday partly sunny, breezy and cold with a flurry or two. Saturday will reach a high of twenty six. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer.
2: Jen Saki I think that's how you pronounce her name, the big guy's press secretary, held her first press conference yesterday after the inauguration and everything, and she showed that she can dodge questions with the best of them. Here's one from a reporter with EWTN, the Global Catholic Network. Listen.
8: Go ahead all the way in the back.
1: Yeah, hi. Uh, congratulations on your new position. Uh, Owen Jensen with EWTN, Global Catholic Network. Two big concerns for pro-life Americans. The Hyde Amendment, which, of course, uh, keeps taxpayer dollars, as you know, from paying for abortions, Medicaid abortions. And the Mexico City policy, which under the previous administration, they expanded to keep tax dollars from overseas paying for abortions. So what are President, what is President Biden planning on doing on those two items right now?
5: Uh, Well, I think we'll have more to say on the Mexico City policy in the coming days, Um, uh, but I will just take the opportunity to remind all of you that he is a devout Catholic and somebody who attends church regularly. Uh, He started his day attending church with his family this morning, Um, but I don't have anything more for you. (laughs)
2: that of course had nothing to do with the question uh the guy has had the big guy had promised big moves on his first day in office and it was a legitimate question for that reporter's audience and she lied because she knew the big guy was going to revoke the mexico city policy before lunch today which he did michael mcdonald is communications director for the catholic league and he joins us now michael thanks for being here
9: hi john thanks for having me on tonight
2: so um, I apologize for making you listen to that sound bite, but I I, I wanted to set this thing up with that because it's unbelievably stupid. But I remember as a kid in Catholic school what a big deal it was when JFK became the first Catholic president. Joe Biden became the second Catholic yesterday. Is he going to be good for Catholics?
9: Well, based on his policies, no, I uh, you know, we're coming off of a, a four year high of the Best president for religious liberty this country has ever had. You now, better than anyone else that you can name, Donald Trump did more for religious liberties. And Joe Biden, on his first day, is just changing course. Uh, it's a complete about face. It's a complete one eighty. Uh, you know, he uh, just decimated women's sports yesterday uh, by allowing transgender individuals to participate in women's sports.
2: Yeah, we just, just talked about that in our been, last segment. Yeah.
9: Yep. Yeah. And uh, the Catholic Church has been vehemently opposed to that. So, you know, he's completely doing this. And uh, you see he's uh, did Mexico City, reverse Mexico City today. He's uh, just really uh, doing everything that the Catholic Church has on positions of life, uh, social teachings, morality. He's doing the exact opposite on. And it's uh, very disheartening, and it's going to be a long four years for Catholics.
2: Now, uh, Catholic President Bill Donahue uh, wrote a piece a little while ago about the media's reaction to, to Biden's faith, and he made a really good point. He noticed that the media seemed impressed by Joe's devoutness, but he also noticed a difference in the media's reaction to a- Amy, Comey, uh, Amy Coney Barrett's faith. What was his point there? Yeah, uh,
9: absolutely. When Amy Coney Barrett was up for her uh, Supreme Court nomination, Devout Catholic was an attack word. It was an attack phrase. It was just thrown out there constantly. You can't trust her. She's a devout Catholic. She's going to be anti-gay, anti-abortion. Uh, she's going to be like one of those people that actually believes what the Catholic Church is teaching. But now Joe Biden, devout Catholic, is suddenly the the greatest praise, and he can do no wrong. He's you know uh, a saint already in the eyes of many of these people in the media. You know that they're just fawning over his inauguration yesterday. Oh, he was so, so holy, so so pure, so much like the driven snow. He, he's just such a great guy, and on uh, the substance, he's he's not in line with anything of the Catholic Church.
2: Yeah, um, the, the the Catholic Church had a mixed reaction to Biden's uh, enthusiastic promotion of abortion. Um, he, there's some of the things that uh, that. Uh, that bill donahue commented on uh it says cnn ran a piece december 13th noting that joe goes to church prays and carries a rosary right after the election uh the jesuit media outlet america commented that biden prays and carries a rosary and back in september npr observed that biden uses biblical language praise is a deeply devout person of faith and of course carries uh, a rosary so um i see different and then again as you said that the, the the reaction to Amy Coney Barrett, they don't like the fact that she, uh, who was it, uh, Feinstein, that said that uh, she's a little bit too strong in her dogma. Her dogma speaks right. loudly or whatever the stupid comment was that she made.
9: Exactly. And, you know, we're, yeah, you know, I I can't really sit here and judge Joe Biden's faith. Uh, you know, that's between Joe Biden and God. No one can really judge him for yeah. how sincere his faith is. But in terms of Putting your faith into public policy, he's doing a terrible job at that, and you know that can't be said enough. And it, it's telling, right, that the the elites in the media, the the elites, the elites that drive our culture, they want someone that is Catholic in name only. And you know, to your point, that Joe Biden's the first, uh, second Catholic president. He might be the first Catholic in name only president.
2: Yeah, and, and I saw that it, within the Catholic Church, there's um, major differences uh, in, the, in reaction to um, Joe Biden's abortion stance and whether or not um, he should be allowed to have communion, for example, be able to receive communion and that kind of thing. Um, the, right. uh, I think it was the, the, uh, the, the Archbishop of Los Angeles, uh, Lopez, I believe his name is, he said – that uh he's that just everything that Joe Biden stands for is so anti-catholic not just with the abortion but so many other things transgenderism uh, but there are there are people including I think the Pope who actually seems to be he he didn't say anything about it and he and he um he congratulated Joe Biden on his win and uh, and said some nice things about him shouldn't this church be um, more together on this and condemning what this guy's doing?
9: You know, the church really has its work cut out for them here. It's going to be a very hard time to ensure that you know your people in the pews continue to live up to Catholic teachings when you have the most important person in this country just completely uh, breaking with all of the teachings of the church Uh, and that's that's going to be a serious problem and you know it's very uh heartening to see uh that there are some members of the clergy uh, particularly the u.s conference of bishops under uh archbishop gomez from los angeles they've been doing a very good job of ensuring that they can debunk some of these myths that you know joe biden is currently creating you know, it's very hard to maintain our high line on pro-life issues when you have a president completely flaunting those issues uh, on pretty much a daily basis, or uh, any other issues that the you know traditional gender norms, uh, same-sex marriage, those types of things. It's going to be very hard to ensure that the faithful remain faithful to those principles when you have someone in high office that is seem to be getting away with uh, impunity, uh, completely disregarding the teachings of the Church.
2: And uh, what about the, the, um, this, the Catholic League, um, is, is hard, I mean, you're not the Catholic Church, but what's the difference between the Catholic League and the Catholic Church itself? When you, don't, you don't speak for the Church, what does the Catholic League, what, what is your purpose, what's your stated purpose?
9: Well, our stated purpose is to fight for religious liberties, uh, particularly of Catholics in this country, uh, whether they're being uh, disparaged by the media, uh, whether there's legislation that is targeting uh, Catholics, uh, things like that uh, we get involved with. Uh, For instance, uh, just yesterday we got involved out in North Dakota on a bill that was uh, going to break the seal of confessional and force priests to... uh, Testify on things that they heard in the confessional. Uh, So we Mm -hmm. we get involved in things like that. Uh, We are a lay organization, uh, so we're you know not speaking for the church, but we're here to defend the church and uh, the members of the Catholic faith. And for more information, uh, I would encourage your listeners to check out our website catholicleague.org.
2: Yeah, and um, and what does what what you said? The work is cut out for you now for the next four years. Is this going to be a daily fight now? Because, you know, look, this is this guy's the. Uh, I, as I said to my previous uh, guest, I, um, you know, I, I I was around for JFK. I remember what a big deal it was. I went to Catholic school, uh, and I remember, um, you know, what a big deal it was. As I said to you, I guess it was that the JFK became the first Catholic president. But there just isn't. Um, there just doesn't seem to be much said about Joe being a catholic except when he wants to and and he right. wants to show what a wonderful person he is by going to church every sunday it's it's very strange yes it it's very much uh
9: feels like an act uh it feels like it's put on it it doesn't feel genuine uh the especially the way the media is falling over it especially when anyone that holds traditional catholic views is somehow seen as some sort of space invader here to trample upon the rights of uh, the downtrodden. Uh, it it just doesn't ring true. It doesn't sound genuine in a, a lot of ways. And again, you know, his personal faith is between him and God. I'm not trying to condemn him uh, for carrying the rosary and all that. But when you jettison so rapidly from the teachings of the church... On so many important issues, and particularly on the issue of abortion, which the bishops time and time again call the preeminent issue, it, it feels it feels a little fake.
2: Yeah, I uh, just for the record, I spoke to uh, a spokesperson for the uh, Pittsburgh Diocese. I wanted to see if I could get the the bishop's stance on the communion issue, um, whether or not if the president of the United States came to Pittsburgh and went to mass, if he would be um allowed to receive communion and uh, the the answer I got pretty much was that they weren't sure uh, they didn't know how they'd handle it um, they the, the spokesperson didn't want to give me a direct answer about how the bishop would feel about it um, and this he was a priest himself so he said the you know mostly they just want to save people's souls and they don't want to get involved in politics um, and uh, I mean it was, I don't I, I didn't think he was evading the question I thought he answered it well but um I don't think that if President Biden comes to Pittsburgh next week and decides to go to Mass on Sunday, that there's going to be anybody preventing him from getting communion. I don't know if the – does the Catholic League think that's a good idea?
9: Uh, You know, we are just a lay organization at the end of the day, so we do not have any sort of excommunication powers. You know, sometimes that's a bit of a sad thing, but, uh, you know, we can't really – say one way or the other, because we just don't have that power. That's uh, something for the the bishops to work out and decide. But, yeah, the bishops have taken a very strong uh, approach on this one under the leadership of Gomez, or at least a very proactive one, Uh, and they're they're trying to work through this issue uh, because it is, uh, like I said, it's a serious issue. You can't have someone just flaunting their Catholicism and holding it up as, well, I'm Catholic, therefore I can go against the Church's teachings on abortion, uh, that's uh, that's a very serious problem. The bishops are aware of it, and uh, it's good to see that they are taking this uh, very seriously and are taking proactive steps to try and address that to hold uh, the faithful to what the faith actually teaches
2: talking to michael mcdonald he's the communications director for the catholic league there's also other issues involved um and that would be uh, forcing forcing doctors to uh, perform transgender surgery uh things like that um joe's all in favor of that
9: yes he is and you know it's another uh big fight at catholic hospitals you know uh the catholic church is very good about providing uh, assistance to the poor, and one of the ways we do that is through uh, our great hospital networks, and they're now in a very precarious situation in which uh, you've got these secular progressives in Washington that want to force the church to provide services uh, such as abortion, such as, uh, what are they calling it now, Gender realignment surgery, or whatever. Mutilation yeah. uh, is uh, yeah. the technical term, or what we used to call it. Uh, yeah. But for some reason now it's realignment or actualization, wh- whatever they're they're calling it. And uh, you know there's definitely a cadre around Biden that wants to see action taken on those issues and to violate the religious liberties of the uh, Catholic hospitals in this country and. Now, fortunately, uh, the Catholic League. We got a great team, and we're ready to fight every step of the way. We've got members in every 50 state, and we're going to try and protect religious liberties. But we definitely have our work cut out for us. Uh, you know, I can't really sugarcoat that. Uh, Joe Biden's got the executive branch, and he's got a, a legislative branch responding to make these uh, sexual progr- uh, these secular progressives a uh, revolutionary reality.
2: Yeah. And as I said, the JFK, you know, be, being the first Catholic president was a big deal for Catholics. They are very proud. And uh, is would it actually? Last question for you, Michael. Uh, would it would it be better uh, for Catholics if you didn't have a Catholic president? If he's going to be a Catholic like Joe Biden?
9: Yeah, you know uh, that's that's a very very well put. Uh, it probably probably would be uh, better to have uh, someone in the White House that was Catholic and lived up to the faith Mm -hmm. uh, in its tenets and actually made sure that the faith lived in public policy. That would be much better for the Catholic Church than uh, having to deal with this question of the most prominent person in the country Radically dissenting from the teachings of the church, uh, that, that creates a lot. Of, right, that creates a lot of problems. So, uh, it's going to be a, a long four years.
2: Yeah, thanks, Michael. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Keep up the hey, good thanks, work, John. Okay. We'll do. Thank you. All right. That's God Michael left. McDonald, communications director for the Catholic League. We'll be right back. Some home repairs just can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. Well, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Starterwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar bank get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office choose from 100% vinyl commercial aluminum wood and composite and to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show get 12 months no interest no processing fee and 10% off backed by the best warranty in the industry schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windows that's windows R us Pittsburgh.com.
4: Wow. I think we can all agree that a lot went wrong in 2020, but you can start 2021 off right with a resolution to help protect your identity and personal info using LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. The sad truth is one in five people have been a victim of identity theft, but LifeLock alerts you to potential threats to your identity, and they see more than you can when you just monitor your credit, like your info for sale on the dark web. And if there's a problem, LifeLock's U.S.-based restoration specialists know the steps to take to help resolve your case. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that helps you protect what you've worked so hard for. Get 25% off your first year with promo code SMART at lifelock.com. That's promo code SMART for up to 25% off at lifelock.com.
3: As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in, it's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Warning,
0: listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show. On AM 1250, the answer.
2: Well, maybe we'll make this a tradition. We're going to fa- uh, close with some news from uh, from the Babylon Bee. The headline, Modern Day Rebel Plans to Grow Up, Get Married, Be Productive Member of Society. This is from uh, Rolla, Missouri, stressing that he doesn't care what anyone thinks of him. 16-year-old modern day rebel Anthony Clark revealed to sources close to him Thursday his wild plans to grow up Get married and be a productive member of society. Quote, I want to be someone who acts like a man and takes responsibility for myself, the renegade teen revealed to a friend. I know it sounds crazy, but I can't stand the idea of just floating through life, demanding everything be given to me, and acting like a victim. I don't really care what everyone else is doing. Clark went on to say he would love to have several kids once he's married and is, quote, honestly thrilled by the idea of buying a house and working hard to provide for a family no matter what it takes. This 21st century James Dean said he even wants to become an active member of a local church, which he plans to support with whatever mental, physical, and financial means God blesses him with. That sounds like a good life to me, he said. Asked by his friend where in the world he gets these crazy ideas, he replied, my dad. So there you go, a rebel. He <laughs> Modern day rebel plans to grow up, get married, be productive member of society. What a crazy kid, huh? So there you go. That's our show for today. A lot of stupidity out there. The NHL stupidity. I don't know. The Steelers signed a quarterback today. Haskins, the kid uh, played for uh, Washington. Uh, That sounds kind of stupid to me too, but, um, you know, who knows? I, I just found that out a little while ago, but, uh, A lot of stupidity out there, and we'll have more for you tomorrow, I'm sure. Thanks for listening. Bye.
0: The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.